This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. Okay. So hello, everyone. You are now tuned in for another episode of the Annoyed not offended podcast a podcast specifically for the unoffended but constantly irritated individuals as always i am your host sydney sharing the deets of what has me fed up this week i am switching it up yet again which means i have a guest joining me so shout out to val of the are we grown yet podcast for making an appearance today and if you can't guess from the title of their show it focuses on navigating adulthood and how with age we often shift our focus on sexuality dating work literally everything so Val do you want to give a quick introduction sure hey everyone (laughs) hey family friends thank you for having me Sydney um so yes I am half of a co-host on are we growing up podcast me and Hazneen are both from California Southern California and we met uh, in DC and bonded and because of that we decided to do this podcast and basically it is about our journey of being in our 30s and what does it look like really look like to be an adult? Um, have we made these life choices that you know our parents are hoping that we did at their age when, when they're in their 30s? And we're finding that a lot of things that we should be doing, we didn't have the tools to actually get those things accomplished. So it was like, are we really grown yet? So yes, that's the evolving question. So every week you can tune in and ask yourself if you're grown. yes, for sure. And I am happy to be joined this week by a woman. Uh, last week, I had male guests, so it's always nice to bring that feminine energy mm. back to today's episode. Again, we will be discussing maturing and the process of evolving with age. And yeah. we can all agree that this year has aged mm. us much faster than mm-hmm. what was necessary or needed mm-hmm. like yeah completely so starting off with the very first segment of the show i have fed up or f-ed up. so i love using this segment just to distinguish what grinds the gears of my guests because again what better way to get to know somebody than knowing what pissed them off just <laughs> completely irritated them and <laughs> i can honestly say i love hearing what everybody like their story whether it be something personal just something mm-hmm. in the news that was annoying like all together but Val, do you want to share what pissed you off this week? Um, yes, so many things. So one thing that comes to mind is I love, love my best friend to pieces. She knows me in and out. But she clocked me on something and called Ooh. me out on something so hard. So I was like, oh, wait a minute. First of all, I thought we were friends. <laughs> and I think we were talking about, I don't even know how it got into this. We were talking about dating and like, like past relationships and she you know we're all trying to like get ourselves together we're going to therapy so we're trying to evolve mm-hmm. it past our own um 
mistakes and things like that. So when we talk about our past, you know, in particularly me, she would like to call out my my mistakes and such and such. And I was not having it. You know, Ooh. friends are supposed to lift you up. I get it. But I'm like, sometimes you don't want them to tell you stuff. You just want them to listen. Like, just now, listen. you know what? It's so funny you're bringing this up because last week's episode was just that. Like our discussion <laughs> was around not so much like the main topic was when your friends are being stubborn, but we did get into the aspect of venting and what does it look like when you vent to somebody and at the moment you're like I'm not necessarily looking for those tips I just need to get this off my shoulders because if anything what I feel like for the most part when you do get anything out you kind of come to those your own conclusions as you're talking through it because there have been times where I have even wanted to tell my friends stuff and as I got to talking more I'm like wait a minute this sounds crazy right Pull back. Come on, pull back. And they didn't even have to tell me anything. So it's definitely helpful. Now, was this something like romantic wise, work related? Yeah, so I was talking about um, basically like a past love that I had that who had, um, who I had seen recently, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing like we weren't rekindling rekindling or anything, but we were talking about that relationship and how it it ended. And I was just like venting because I was a little angry. I was a little angry. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, I'm like, I just need you to listen to my anger and let me get it out. <laughs> because I know it doesn't mean anything, right? Like we're mm-hmm. not rekindling. We're not like being mm-hmm. friends or anything. I just need to talk about how shitty that relationship was and be done. Be yes. done. Let me yes. just talk. No, she she had my throat. So I was like, <laughs> um, get off this phone. <laughs> I was gonna say, what do people always do? Like, I remember reading this meme where it was like, don't you hate when you call to tell somebody about something pissing you off and they piss you off first. <laughs> and you're just like, you know what? We're not gonna even do this. I'm not doing this with you right now. No. So I was perturbed. <laughs> Just to say the least. You're like, like, you know what? I decided I'm going to save this conversation for right. later. But you know what, too? I feel like as a friend, the older I've gotten, I've even learned those times when I should chime in and when I should just completely let them let loose. Like, you know what? Yeah. You might, you probably did have a week. Just go ahead. Say say whatever you're going to say. I'm just going to stand by and stand clear. And once it's all over, we might come back to this conversation later and I'll say what I had to say from the little exactly. notes I gathered. But in the meantime, I'm just going to let you get that Let off your me chest. just talk it out. Because like you said, sometimes you will come to your own conclusions. And you don't need them to give you their opinion. So... I was like, girl, I'm not talking to you no more. I'm we're reevaluating this relationship. <laughs> that is hilarious, but hey, it happens for mm-hmm. sure. I know me. One thing I can talk about having me fed up this week. I don't know if you are a fan of the um series power but i, I did am... not watch it i think i was too late in the game when i realized how good it was and i was like i can't i'm not going back five seasons <laughs> and see i started i was like one of season one viewers like when it first came out like okay i'm gonna watch it and i just got sucked in but mm. they've recently um come out with power book two mm. uh which is ghost and it's all about his son tyreek and the show irritates the hell out of me <gasps> really i thought from the yes. commercials i was like oh this might be really good spinoff. No. I personally don't like it. Like, first of all, I don't know what Courtney Kemp, Courtney Kemp is like the creator and director. I don't know what Courtney Kemp has going on at Stars Network, 
But this last Sunday, the show returned after a two-month hiatus. Who the oh. hell takes off two for months. two months? Yes, they had launched. They had come out with all these episodes in September. And then, like, October, they said, oh, bye. We'll be, we'll be back, like, December. And it's like, we're Wait, not. What? <laughs> First of all, we're not doing anything. We're in the house. It's not even shit on television. I know me personally. Yeah. I love Insecure. Insecure is off. And a majority mm-hmm. of the other shows. But I'm just not feeling it as a spinoff. Like I said before. No. I was a big fan is of Power. It, it's a storyline. Is it the actors? What and that's it? what I'm going to get into. I think it's too many storylines. On top um. of it being like predominantly new characters it's just moving way too fast <laughs> like uh, mary j blige is in the series method man um it's a whole bunch of like new lawyers it's just way too many storylines and i just hate it i don't get it like Tariq, he's supposed to be away at college but then his mother is also on trial for his father and then he's also like trying to get into the drug game, but then he's messing around with Mary J. Blige family and her family got their own drama and the teachers, they got their own drama. It is just oh, okay. completely all over the place. And I feel like real fans of the show and just in general, when you like mm-hmm. a show, you can tell me if I'm wrong or not, but for the most part, you feel like you're, the characters on this show develop over a period of time. Oh, yeah. And you get to know more about them. Like, for instance, you might be watching one or two episodes and, oh, yeah, like this character, he's starting to pop up more than by the fourth or fifth episode. Like, he really has his own little Mm storyline. And the next season, they're playing into it more. Right. But this, I don't get it. I don't get it. And it's just too many plots. Like, before, it would always (laughs) be focused on one thing. Like, oh, Angela doesn't know Jamie's ghost yet. Mm-hmm. Kanan's out for revenge but now it's just all over the place and like I said before I'm just not invested in these new characters like as much as I love yeah. Mary J. Blige as a singer I do not give a damn about her family or especially her kids especially if it's a spinoff you need to have like the storylines from the original show to kind of mull over just so you can like still keep that same listener and viewers like you can't just switch it up entirely. Like, Tariq is the only it. main character and his mom, I guess. It's like the Tariq, only- his mom, um, Sax, one of the lawyers from the DEA's office, and like oh two other people. But again, I don't feel like these are characters that I cared enough about. <laughs> to be watching it as I am and just feel invested like every time I watch it I used to you know sometimes when you really like a show you're like okay I'm getting my wine getting my popcorn like I am really revving up to catch up and see what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. now I will be doing 10,000 other things and have to watch the episode like three times to really know what's going on because I'm like wait what what but that what ha- that's what has had had me fed up. I'm just over it. I'm trying to find other shows to watch. I watched The Undoing <laughs> on HBO. That was great. I've been watching Big Mouth, but I am completely over it. So we're finished with the fan up or fucked up segment. And we are now moving along to the make it make sense segment, which for today's topic, we are going to be discussing, again, aging, growing up. So the title of this segment is Sometimes I'm a Grown Up, Sometimes I'm Not. 
And we also have Jasmine of the Are We Grown Yet pod jumping in with us as well. So I am just going to start off with a quote by blogger and poet Carol Bryant, which states, growing old is mandatory, growing up is optional. And I love this quote because it acknowledges the biological aspects of aging, but raises the age old question. Do we ever really grow up? And I asked this question because recently I noticed so many changing external factors among like me and my friends like people are getting job promotions we're getting engaged people are relocating just new relationships through and through so there are all of these changes and while it seems like we're the same people who met in middle school like most of my friends I've known for a long 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 time um we're in Hollister, Aeropostale, <laughs> going to BB for homecoming, Arden B, wow. things of that nature. Yes, like that's how you it know back. you go back. We yeah. go back way too far, but again, we just have completely different mindsets now that we're getting older, mm-hmm. and our conversations, our goals, just general stability. I got some friends, baby, they are finding stability, and I am so happy for them. But everything is changing, and I truly think about if we've changed at our core or if it's just like life forcing us Mm -hmm. to move ahead and take steps forward because then again I've also seen a few peers who lag behind just in their own mindset so getting right to it we are going to chat about the beautiful process of aging and also known as growing the fuck up (laughs) it's a myth (laughs) it has to be it's a myth has to be but in all seriousness you know psychologists I love doing the research for my episodes but psychologists have studied the process of maturity for a long time and they have even coined the term the maturity principle. I don't know if you guys have heard of this but okay that's what it's called and the maturity principle um which occurs between the ages of 20 to 60 years old people report an increase in positive traits like they feel more conscientious of everything going on around them their negative traits are like declining so they might not be as aggressive or pessimistic but overall it's like a shift so mm-hmm. ladies I want to see if you guys agreed and you can give like a um a little bit of background on yourselves as well okay go ahead Val um so you just want me to answer the question Mm -hmm. like like do you agree with the majority maturity principle I think I I feel like it's a yes and no I think when it comes to evolving as you get older it's it really just depends on like your experience it for me I will say it's my experience so me having moved when I was in my mid-20s across the country to the East Coast, that shift changed my whole perspective on life. And so I think as I'm getting in my 30, or getting in my mid 30s, <laughs> unfortunately, um, what I thought was mature, what I thought was grown has changed. What I would have thought if I was still living back home in California, maybe I would be doing some of these things. But I think it just, it depends on where you're at in life and your experience and who you are um, keeping company with also plays a role in your maturity or how you evolve as an adult. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. I feel I feel like I'm still evolving. I will say that. <laughs> I can agree with that, Val. And I think that the main myth is is that we all are eventually gonna just hit this plateau where everything is like shit is sweet right (laughs) and that and at that point it's like oh we're grown right so when I was 
early 20s. Um, just like Val, I packed up with $200 in my pocket and moved to the East Coast as well. Woo. Being from California, it's all, I don't know. It's just, you can get stuck real, real, real fast, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So when I moved here, I was in college. I went to Howard University and I was like, okay, I felt a little bit more grown because here I am out here, you know, my own whole new, uh, all the way across the country type thing. But, um, and we, ju- we literally just did an episode on this. So I'm so glad that we're having this conversation again is that, the 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 thought of or what society uh, coins as growing up or like the the maturity model right is a big fucking scam right and mm-hmm. it's really to like set us up in this way in which we'll be in debt forever in this way in which we feel like we always have to be climbing some corporate ladder where we we're on the work 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 then mm-hmm. die diet you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. um and I think once you're able to kind of like I think when you evolve is when you're able to look at that and look at what society's expectations of you are remove yourself from it and take what you need and live your best life I feel like that's when you're grown and that's when you've evolved where you can say no to the status quo and really just do your own thing that's literally what our whole entire show is about I like how you said like take what you need because sometimes it is good advice sometimes it is something that you should be doing you Mm -hmm. know at 30 you should not be you know partying and (laughs) drinking if you got to go to work the next Mm -hmm. day you know Mm -hmm. um but I think there are some basic principles like you should be able to hold down a job period whatever job it is (laughs) Uh, that so yeah, it's just tailoring it for yourself in your life. I think that's a very important aspect. Yeah, and that, makes, and that makes a lot of sense. And I'm sorry to cut you off, Jasmine. One thing I was just gonna say, going back to um, Val's point of having experience, I think that definitely comes into play because I like to think of myself as being somebody who's mature, but I'm still naive in some aspects just because I haven't experienced everything there is. I'm only 24 years old in reality, even though I feel like I'm 65 sometimes. And (laughs) I I definitely blame this on growing up as the only child and the only grandchild, just because the adults around me, they had patience, but they were very much like, okay, entertain yourself, find Mm -hmm. something else to do, but be in my face. So my own maturity came from like being very aware. And I would still do dumb stuff for sure. But I was still like, this is not the best idea. It's not go work out <laughs> if I keep doing this. You know, but at least you've got I, to I think that that's conclusion. Fine. Yeah, and I think that's fine. I think I think we should all be a little bit immature. Like we all should be childlike in a mm-hmm. way. Like it's not childish, but we should all be childlike. I think there's a scripture in the Bible or something. I don't know mm-hmm. exactly which one. But you know, to to be like joyful like a child, even in our mm-hmm. adulthood. And the way adulthood is set up for us right now, anybody got time to be joyful and playful you know most of the time and I think that's something that we need to to reconsider and then you were talking about friends like your friends that you grew up with I think when I hit when I hit my like late 20s to 30s is when a lot of those friends that I thought I was gonna be friends with forever started to kind of like and it wasn't even like everybody just fell off in this bad way we literally just grew apart and kind of like 
I would say just first. And so mm-hmm. you start, you don't mm-hmm. talk to each other as much. People get married. People end up having kids and mm-hmm. other responsibilities. Um, and I've, I've heard that that's something that also happens when you get older. And I look at my mom and like some of my aunts, they only have like two or three actual friends. Like the older yeah. women that I know don't have that many friends. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, girl, it, it's, it gets crazy out here in these grown up streets, <laughs> which is believable. It's very much believable because like you said, those responsibilities change. And then here comes these new like outlooks that you have because you're like, hey, I have kids. Mm-hmm. Now I am going to be putting a lot of energy in them and just making sure they're comfortable and they have everything necessary to grow. And what I may have had in my childhood and I think it's funny you even bring up children because you know in a way when I was a kid I always thought about being a grown-up like I always thought about Mm -hmm. oh when I'm 25 I am just gonna (laughs) be like living this life I don't I can't even recollect the specifics of whatever life I had imagined but I was gonna be like living the life like girlfriends I was going to have some type of like, I don't know, immaculate apartment, just the flavor, everything, (laughs) everything, very much fiction. Because even then I should have known because I should have looked at the people around me. Nobody else was out there like that. And again, it was just television. So what do you guys Mm -hmm. even think about the fact that to some degree within our own society, we try to force this model of growing up in television, in movies where kids don't really think about being kids. Kids are just like, oh, I got to hurry up and be grown. I got to get all of these traits before I reach a certain age. I feel like it's such a gift and a curse, especially growing up in the 90s. We have those classic like family, black oriented strong women roles and characters and so you aspire to that right you aspire to have that family you aspire to have that job um, living in that penthouse whatever it may be having that relationship but I think it also does a disservice because you this is all you're seeing right this is all you see on television and in your life is when you're at this age you're supposed to have you know the job the car you know the degree whatever um active in church blah, blah, blah. But come to realize once you hit that age, you might not even be nowhere near having those things. But it is okay. Like, can I just say that? Like, it is okay that you are not, you know, you don't have certain things. You're not necessarily where you thought you would have been. It is okay. Like, no one can paint your life but Mm -hmm. you. And you have to be the one to answer at the end of the day what you did and what you didn't do you know so it, it's, and I think it's a, a gift and a curse and a lot of that stems from comparison right we see what other yes. people have um at a certain age and we feel inadequate if it's something that we desire but we have not yet attained we start to feel inadequate because somebody like well oh god well why did you bless them and, and you're not even really at that point paying attention to what you've been blessed with yourself yes. it's just like i want what they have because i feel it looks good and i feel like that's where i'm supposed to be but at the same time your journey is going to be your journey and your journey is divine right your journey Mm -hmm. is is exactly what it's supposed to be and as long as you're taking accountability for yourself and and working hard to do the things that make you happy if you don't have a penthouse or even a car like it's fine right work Mm -hmm. to get your 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 basic work to get your basics and the basic necessities that you need Mm -hmm. and then go from there right you may not need the two thousand dollar louis vuitton purse (laughs) because all your homegirls got it you know you may need the $2,000 bucket from 
<laughs> the, the auction you know what i'm saying yeah. like stay in your lane and do you because other people will have you out here broke lonely and confused trying to compare yourself for sure and Period. i love how you made that point of comparison because those are often what we're looking to to model our behavior from mm-hmm. model what we have model what we even think it should look like when in reality what it's going to be for you is going to be for you no matter your age mm-hmm. anything like that is going to come to you and again within our own society is so funny because they push such a harsher reality of growing up than it actually is because you know when you're a kid they favorite thing be a child while you can be a child while you can it's like you all it's almost like this uh notion of you just drop all of your other personality traits Mm-hmm. anything you have to become almost this responsible and dull person <laughs> do you think that's like up. just a black culture thing like do you see that mm-hmm. other cultures are really like once you hit 18 they're like you need to be mature you need to grow up and you need to get the fuck out well a yeah. lot of other cultures if well if we compare ourselves just us as black women on this call to white people mm-hmm. or a lot of them are set up in that way though Val so mm-hmm. a lot of their parents set them up so that when they do turn that certain yeah, age that's they, a good can, point. they have the tools that they need to go into those things most of us just get thrown into the <laughs> into the wilderness and are like swimming in you know doggy paddle and try to figure it the fuck out you know For a sure. lot of other people they invest in their kids they hire their kids early on a lot of their kids don't have student loan debt they give them yeah. down payments on their first properties Mm-hmm. they get set up yes right yeah, whereas right. our parents are in survival mode most of the time so it's like and look, even then they alive outside of being in survival mode i was also talking with my friends recently when we were having our own discussion about like growing up and aging we have all of these like generational traumas that have been passed on to us that we're oh even working through on a psychological level so it's not only like okay i'm trying to figure out what this career journey is going to look like but it's also like oh i might have a few attachment issues just in regards <laughs> to my parents relationship Woo! so while I might be on this path mm-hmm. to, you know, getting promotions and doing great work, my personal relationships are failing and I'm going to have to put a lot more work into that just yeah. with growing up and realizing like, hey, I want better than other people around me have had. Yeah. Right. We get the pain passed on. The pain gets passed on to us, whereas resources most of the time get passed on to other groups. For sure. And my mom says it all the time. My mom, like, Black people have PTSD from slavery. I am 100% sure. She's like, it's somewhere ingrained in our DNA, no matter what. So, again, like you said, that does hinder us in a way. Absolutely. 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 And it's like, y'all could have dealt with some of this stuff before passing it on to me. Y'all need to deal with y'all stuff, right? Uh-uh. Some of them, I'm like, you still, right, you still alive. Y'all can break some curses <laughs> yourself, okay? Y'all still here. Y'all ain't gone yet. Break some of <laughs> them curses, please, because I can't handle all of it. I can't. And I feel like, too, our generation has been that generation to really be like, you know what? Something is off here. I am going to do the best that I can and try to move forward. But if I fall behind, if I have a couple failures, I can't beat myself up because then I'm never going to progress. Like you said before, the more you compare and the more you're just like going, going, going without taking those breaks and just taking a long, hard look in the mirror, you're not going to get anywhere. I think the great thing about 2020 is it has me pausing and looking at the things that 
I do have and, and being more grateful and having more gratitude on a daily basis. Like I've gone through a lot this year and, and as we all have. And I think now we're looking at life like, man, I'm so happy that I have just this, or I'm so happy that I am alive, or I'm so happy that, you know, I have these friends um, I've known for years because tomorrow is not promised and all of this could be taken away. And so am I, even though I haven't accomplished certain things, am I still happy enough with my life to say, well done, you know, like pat on my shoulder. And I think think we need to do a better job at encouraging each other, right? Like text your friends and tell them, girl, you're doing a good job. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm proud of you. Yes. You know, and we got to encourage each other because if not like what at this point, what are your friends really for? And I feel like that's, that's when you become an adult. You have to really look at into your friendships to figure out, is this even worth the little bit of time that I do have for like friends and like external relationships outside of like, you know, your husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, mm-hmm. and dealing with all your family shit, right? If I'm gonna have friends, how are we adding to each other's life? If you're not encouraging me and if you're not like pushing me or like being there for me, we what is the point of us being for? We can be like go out homegirls associates, <laughs> but like it's hard and you're right now, as hard as this year has been, it really makes you take a, a deep look into your relationships and, and figure out like, is this even really worth it? Like so many people have gotten cut off and so many people have just like fallen off, right? Mm-hmm. It, because it's too much shit going on. So I went to the doctor I was supposed to be getting like this little procedure done. I couldn't even get it done. Y'all want to know why? Because my fucking blood pressure is too high. No. So that's how, like, I've always had like, you know, I'm (laughs) pretty much everybody in my family has like, high blood pressure at least the older mm-hmm. people so it's like something that I figured like would come at some point you know I'm only 31 years old though and for me to for my number to be too high to where I can't even get like general anesthesia is a problem and so that shows how stressed out most of us are and everybody please get your blood pressure checked because that shit will creep up on you without you even knowing mm-hmm. but like that shows how stressed out this year has made just me personally mm-hmm. i don't have time for no fake ass friends just my blood pressure is high i'm right. trying to get my <laughs> body out <laughs> right and I, love, on the line. and I love how you guys have made those points because even then as you're aging and just looking at the circumstances of the world one thing you said is gratitude mm-hmm. like the older you get the more gracious you are of certain circumstances working out in your favor because you look up every day and you just see it for so many people that didn't have it necessarily Necessarily. And you're like, you know what? Absolutely. I'm going to keep doing what I got to do because <laughs> I have it a little, not so much better than other people, but things have worked more so in my favor than I can yeah. say have like negatively affected me. And if, another thing too, I loved how you brought up like the factor about your health. Cause even then you like, look, uh-uh, this is not something that can just be <laughs> happening to me. I don't want right. to just be going in for a routine surgery. And then they're like, oh ma'am, we're not going to be able to do, do it. it. Like mm-hmm. your blood pressure is yeah. too high. So if anything, you like, I want things around me that bring me calmness yes. and peace. Absolutely. Because, yeah. you know, when you're younger, again, you don't mind a little bit of chaos and whatnot because you like, I can <laughs> bounce back. Down. It's it's mm-hmm. not that bad. But once you get to a point, you're like, look, this emotional intensity 
is not where it's at anymore just for it's so hot. many different aspects yeah mm-hmm. i feel like yeah. I, I feel like i'm getting to that age where i'm about to like start running around the church after a while like you know <laughs> when you're a kid you see older women like shout they the laugh around <laughs> And they're like, oh, you don't know nothing about that. You ain't been through nothing. No, I feel like when church open back open, I'm about to be a shouting, running hot <laughs> I feel like I've gotten to that level of adulthood where it's like, you know, when I think about the goodness of God, and then <laughs> just take off, right? The organ. Eh, right, eh, right. It's just, <laughs> it's just gone from there. Look, you have so much to be thankful for. Like, you are alive. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that is enough to shout and go up and down the aisle so i completely get it yeah we're and church girls if you can't already too oh that's- <laughs> <laughs> but no i love how you made that point though because again as a little kid watching them catch the holy ghost and really praise in church you're just like what is this all what but once you, but see you don't life know and you experience so much and you have those feelings and ups and downs and this not working now and is going completely differently when you're looking from the other side you're just like i have come so far regardless of if it's been anything extreme you're still like a lot of people didn't make it to this Mm -hmm. point so Mm -hmm. therefore you're just grateful in general and i know it was so funny too um an article by vice titled a philosopher explains why growing up is so hard stated really growing up is about thinking for ourselves and this is something that in a lot of ways some people are too lazy and too scared to do as often as we should and i thought about this in terms of those people that we know that have not grown up that focus on the wrong thing. <laughs> like you said before, uh, Val, when you were talking about those people that just go out clubbing every day, knowing damn well they got to get up. They have to be on their P's and Q's or still chasing behind people. Like, I know, interestingly enough, I just had a conversation with one of my best friends. She's getting, she's involved in like a wedding party. And she was just saying how she feels like they're focused on the wrong thing. Mm. And she's like, they keep talking about these trips. She's like, we're in the midst of COVID. Where the hell are we going? But again, (laughs) the girl who's getting married is young. So she's not taking into consideration all of these other factors. So what do you guys just think about those people who just don't think for themselves, refuse to grow up, refuse to mature? I think it's unfortunate that because man, like we've all, everybody, no matter where, where age you've been, what stage of life you've been through something. And something that has taught you a lesson. And I would hope as you get older, you have learned these lessons and that you're not making the same mistakes. And so when I see those individuals, because they're not in my circle, I'll tell you that right now. I don't people <laughs> I don't have them in my circle. But when I see those individuals, I feel really sad for them because you can go down that hole and then end up in your 60s, 70s, and 80s with these same mistakes that you had as a child, as a teenager, and then you're you're going to die in your deathbed and just be like, what did I do with my life? Like I let my life pass me by because I did not want to mature, evolve or work on these, um, these generational curses or whatever it is that I'm going through. I think it's so sad. It's so unfortunate. Yeah, it is. Is for me, it's disappointing. Um, I find it disappointing when people can't do their work to get their shit together. And it's hard, right? Doing your work for yourself is not easy, but it's just a choice that you have to make. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be hard either way, right? It's going to be hard 
living with your parents till you're 40 years old. You know, maybe not, but you know what I'm saying? Either way, you're going to have to still face your demons and you're still going to have to do the work that you need to evolve as a person. Which makes complete sense because I know me personally, I loathe when I hear stories or see those people that you said before still fall into those same negative patterns who just still blame everything on what happened to them in the past. Like, yeah, I might be 40 and I might not be a good parent, but that's because my parents weren't good and they neglected me and they did all this Mm -hmm. stuff. And it's like, but you're 40. You have to get over it. Take responsibility Mm -hmm. for yourself, period. And it is (laughs) terrible. But again, like you said, evolving with age just requires you to take that long, hard look and like reflect on, you know what? I got to do better. Mm-hmm. I have to do better. It's and was there anything you. else you wanted to slide? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Val. I was just saying, if not for you, for the generation that's looking up to you, mm-hmm. like even if you don't have kids, people are looking at you. Yeah, there is are. someone who thinks of you as a role model, as someone to aspire to. So nieces, nephews, kids in the streets, you're like, um, you know, younger co-workers, whatever it may be, people are watching you. So it it's not just like, you but it's also the people in your circle around you that you meet and you um have conversations with on a daily basis so Mm -hmm. evolve people yeah and don't grow up and be the person that nobody wants to be because that (laughs) might be the motive like a lot of times those people are like motivation free all shit that you don't my uncle never moved out of granny house that's what i'm not about to do right you know what i'm saying <laughs> yes and yes. then stop these dudes be real homeless out here can we talk about that really quickly <laughs> yes because this cuffing season is getting cold out here and these dudes be real real homeless out here so ladies be careful because if you got a nigga who just will not get up and leave or don't have no business he's trying to move in he's trying mm-hmm. to slide his way in it's gonna be a couple of sweatpants folded up in your closet and some hats and some extra drawers in your drawer after a while <laughs> this nigga gonna bring a toothbrush in there these homeless dudes be trying to move in why because they don't want to take responsibility for themselves and grow up and get their own place so they live off of women and provide very very good penis and that's kind of how they pay their rent and that's and, how they get through and ladies realize after a certain point in your life don't do that don't let this don't man live that. off you because this is don't not going to be drop good you for anybody <laughs> That's your car dropping you off at work. Don't let him drop you off at work, girl. Uh-uh. Teach these men to grow up by saying no. You don't yes. have to be mother, but please teach them how to grow up by saying no. And did you ladies have anything else? Okay, so you guys, we are back with the final segment of the show, which is You Are Drove, and I love um, sharing the segment with guests who are not from St. Louis. So just a disclaimer, Drove is St. Louis slang for being mad, sad, confused, or just plain oblivious to a situation, how you thought it would work out. So it's basically thinking like, oh, you know, this is going to work out in my benefit. It and it does the complete opposite. I have loved explaining it to guests as just everybody shouting like 2020 vision. This year is going to be our year and this year has been an absolute shit show. <laughs> That's the best way to explain it. Like we're all drove as hell. Like we really just thought we would be living our best lives going to like anywhere. 
anywhere in the world. (laughs) Yes, all the vacations. I know it's so funny that you guys are in DC because me and my friends, we really had our tickets to Broccoli Fest, you guys. Oh, I've never been to Broccoli Fest. I've never been. The lineup this year looked superb. It was supposed to be really good. It was like Megan the Stallion, um, the baby. I don't know. I could have been wrong. Was it J. Cole or Ari Lennox? But they had a very Mm. good lineup and it was going to be my first outdoor music festival. But yeah, you can see we're not going to have any (laughs) right in that house. Anytime soon, the next festival I go to will probably be the Keisha Cole Ashanti versus that's (laughs) going to be my (laughs) It's gonna be my next and and lost lost living room (laughs) basically but you guys this week's segment is mm, you thought you were going somewhere because would-be thieves had car trouble after trying to make an escape who i'm sorry what would be thieves these are people who were conspiring to steal but had car trouble so basically (laughs) two two apparent thieves thought they had the perfect plan you know one would run into this store grab a bunch of merchandise and run back out into the parking lot while the other would be waiting in the getaway car damn did this but, happen in real life? <laughs> yes. This is a true news story, you guys. It happened in Southgate, Oregon, where they didn't count on their car battery dying in the midst of their robbery and wow. needing a jump. <laughs> I can at that point, you lost all your cred, okay? Turn in your gun, your whatever, your, <laughs> if you're in a gang, you out. <laughs> like, what? How your getaway car is not even ready? It was not ready. So deputies were called to the Clackamas promenade at about 3.30 this past Monday after there was a theft at Cole's. So they weren't even still, I wouldn't say Cole's and were stealing from, but they were stealing at Cole's, you guys. So the (laughs) pair, they ran into the store, one of them, grabbed a whole bunch of stuff and was gonna run out but when the police arrived they were literally on the parking lot trying to get a jump from other people damn i would go wait a minute so they i feel like merchandise and fuck that car i'm gone <laughs> i'm gone I'm I'm still- you're gonna have the clothes and then you're just gonna be lingering in the parking lot you know they got cameras everywhere everywhere like, come on and then it did not help i guess this just bad criminals all around but um to make matters worse, one of the assailants told the deputy that the other assailant offered him some money if he would just take the blame for everything. So basically, like, the police would go get here, but if you just take everything off on you, I'll give you some money. And he was like, no. So the police had this on them, opened the car, found okay. the merchandise, and also found other credit cards, fake IDs as well as I believe a few drugs, but it just didn't look pretty overall. And I'm just like, how? They may have been, they may have been drug addicts. They had to have been because this does not line up whatsoever. Yeah, this sounds like some crackhead shit to me. It would have to be because who in their right mind? I know me personally, I, I just got a new car. And my car would do similar things like not starting up, just all around having all of these issues. 
and I would barely want to even go to my friend's house down the street because I'm just like, look, if my car stop at her house, I'm right. mad as hell. So <laughs> yeah, I am not going to plan this elaborate scheme of stealing from Coles. From Coles. On the account that hey, and then maybe this damn car won't start. All the other stolen stuff in the car. The car is probably like, registered to you or somebody that you know because it seems like it's not a stolen car. This is y'all's car. Really. <laughs> I would have left that whole ass thing. Goodbye. That car like you gone. said, wow. I would have just had to leave. Like, okay, look, we might look crazy running down the street with five North Face jackets, <laughs> 10 pairs of Nikes, but damn it, we got to get gone. It's yeah. no yeah. way. Yo, they. <laughs> They knew to the game. They must be new. (laughs) Like I said, maybe it's just because 2020 has been so rough on everybody. They said, damn it, we getting these Christmas gifts regardless. We got to. (laughs) We are eating. But you guys, that is it for this week's episode. Again, it was a pleasure having the ladies of the Are We Grown Yet podcast joining me. Do you guys want to let my listeners know where they can find you all at? Thank you. Yeah, for sure. On the show, Sydney. Yes, thank you for having us. Had a great time. You can find Are We Grown Yet podcast at Are We Grown Yet podcast underscore on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, we post every week new episodes. We got some great stuff coming out. Um, check out the website Are We Grown Yet podcast um, You can follow me at uh, Valerie Ann Creates underscore, and you can follow Hasmine at J.R. Wilson um, and Instagram and the Facebooks, right? You're on Facebook too? Yeah, girl, but that's for my aunties and them, but just (laughs) (laughs) So uh, if you grow, go to her Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) But that's it you guys and again i say this at the end of every episode i'm sure you should be tired of hearing me say it by now but you're not because i haven't gotten any emails but as an avid complainer i actually don't mind hearing the complaints of others so it's only right to let me judge yours so email your annoyances both big and small and i'll let you know if you should be annoyed or offended and make sure to email them to annoy not offended at gmail.com thanks for tuning in you guys Bye. Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Annoyed Not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.